Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Worsniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out nhte.net and be sure you are subscribing to this podcast. If you're already doing so, thank you, and tell your friends to do so as well. You can talk with other listeners and even some past guests from this show in our Facebook group, which is called NHTE Listeners. There is a link to it at nhte.net. And if you've got questions or comments that you would rather send right to me instead of posting in there, the email address is podcast at nhte.net. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville, my guests are identical twin sisters who hail from Western Canada. They have a new EP coming out in a few months, and they have a song that was recently featured on CMT and is currently playing on Sirius XM. My guests have amassed three Canadian Country Music Association Award nominations, 13 British Columbia Country Music Association nominations, two Vancouver Island Music Awards, two John Lennon Songwriting Award wins, and the 2019 Independent Music Award for Best Holiday Song. They were guests on this show back on episode 142. You've been hearing a song of theirs entitled Blind Spot. It's my pleasure to welcome back to now hear this entertainment, Carly and Julie Kennedy. Together, they are Twin Kennedy. Hello! It's great to be back. Thanks for having us. Yes, ladies, welcome back. It's so good to have the two of you on the show again. Thank you. We're so happy to be back. And uh, I know we planned to originally do this in person, but it's so great to be connecting over the phone. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, my pleasure. I know we have a lot that we want to get to, but let's start by first having you tell the audience all about the song of yours that was just playing called Blind Spot. Oh, yes. Well, Blind Spot was the first single that we released off of our upcoming EP, Homebound. And it was just a really special song for us. It was something really heartfelt. You can hear in the production of the song that it's really, it's got a mix of acoustic, but also kind of an epic quality that we wanted to create. And we wrote the song about the end of a relationship, realizing that you're at the point where you're in someone's blind spot where you're not feeling seen and you're not feeling valued enough. And we wanted to write the song to send the message that no one ever deserves to be in that place and no one deserves to be someone's blind spot. Mm. Wow. Wow. That was, that was said like only a songwriter could describe a song. (laughs) I mean, that's so cool because I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you say that and I'm, and I'm waiting for the hook and I'm saying, okay, so how does that get to the title blind spot? And as soon as you said it, it was like, wow, that just like a big wave washed over me. That's, that's impressive. And, and what a, what a cool view to take because there obviously are so many songs written about relationships, but very unique. I like that. Oh, thank you. It's funny you should say that, you know, it's about a songwriter's perspective because we wrote that song with a good friend, Rhett McDaniel, here in Nashville. And we actually, we were just sitting around chatting that day. Weren't we writing? We were writing another song at the time. Yeah. And it was like, you know, we kind of got somewhere with it, but we 
we were we were like, oh, I guess we'll call it a night. And I think Rhett said something like, well, maybe we're in our blind spot of writing or something. And I, oh, I just immediately sat up. I was like, the blind spot. I was like, has that been written? And, you know, it was about 11 p.m. at this point, And he was, we we're just like, we have to write this. Picked up the guitar and literally just started singing it. It was meant to be. It was a song that mm. immediately from that hook, we knew what it was going to be. And wow. luckily, our co-writer's the Night Owl as well. Yeah, he was up for staying up late and we wrote the song in a few hours. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Did you say when you got the idea, did, did, did I hear you say that at the moment you said, has that been written? Yes. We were like, has that been done before? I mean, that's something lots of songwriters will ask. You'll be in the room like, wait, this has this been done before? I don't Did think we so. come up with it or <laughs> is this already out there? And so what does it walk us through that? What does a songwriter do in that case? Do you just go to Google and put in lyrics blind spot? I mean, how, you know, I mean, that to me, that's not really enough to go off of because you could get tons and tons of search results and say, well, wait a minute, like the word blind spot shows up in songs, but they're so help, help me understand that. It's true. Yeah. I'll be honest, sometimes if I love the hook so much, I don't want to search because I don't want to be influenced by a song that already exists and you mm. definitely don't want to copy lyrics that are already out no. there. No, and so many songs have the same title and that's fine. It's you more can't about copyright a title. No, but the the concept and just the angle that you're gonna take with it is something that you hope is unique or you hope is coming from a unique place that might not have been done before. But in the end, I mean, you write so many songs and just want to when it's flowing, when it's going, you just want to get on the train and <laughs> ride along. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing then that in that case, that late at night and so excited about what you just came up with, I'm guessing that you didn't Google it. That's right. I did, I did Google it the next day and I was super happy to find that there yeah. was not a song done in the same way. So, Wow. So that's good. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. Even even the I googled it the next day. I'm talking to the audience right now. How cool is that, isn't it? That's that, wow. <laughs> We're off to a great start here. This is this is fun. I'm so happy to have Carly and Julie back on the show and I know this is going to be another great conversation with the two of them, but I'm also looking forward to the bonus content that the three of us are going to record after this which will only be available exclusively through the Patreon for this show. It's only 5 bucks a month, and it gives you access to extra audio that I record every week with the podcast guest. So at four or five episodes per month, that's a dollar and a quarter or a dollar a week. <laughs> Since I changed the Patreon over to doing it that way at the start of this year, there are now already 20 audio files up there. So Twin Kennedy will be number 21, and you can gain access to all those bonus conversations by going to the show website nhte.net and hitting the orange colored support us on patreon button to go sign up you'll also then automatically get access to all the bonus recordings that come out every week hereafter i also do some behind the scenes type stuff on those in addition to the conversations with the guests and it's all available like i said for just five bucks a month which by the way also tells me that you like what i'm doing and want to support me my guests are putting out New singles, new EPs, new albums. The podcast episodes that I put out every week are my new releases. So your support through Patreon tells me that you like what I'm putting out. Again, just go to nhte.net and use the orange-colored support us on Patreon button to go sign up for all the bonus audio. Ladies, there's a terrific video 
for Blindspot that I would love to have the two of you talk about. It's such a pretty video for such a pretty song. The two of you look so nice in the video. The locations are really something. Talk about shooting the official video for Blindspot, including any behind-the-scenes type info, as well as maybe any tips, tricks, lessons that could possibly benefit listeners who are aspiring performers themselves. Oh, absolutely. We love making music videos. I think as we were talking about songwriting, I always know I love a song the minute it's written if I am picturing the music video Mm. before it even exists. And that happened with this one. And we knew we wanted to shoot the video for this song back in our home on the beach in... Mm. In, it's just outside of Victoria, which is on Vancouver Island on the west coast of Canada. And it's just an, an absolutely beautiful spot. But, you know, as with anywhere, but especially on the west coast, the weather is a gamble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we shot the video in the fall when it was getting chilly and we were just praying for a nice day. And, oh, my goodness, the music video oh. got shined down on us <laughs> because it was a beautiful sunny day. It was freezing, but we thought it would be a great idea to hike into a cave with a waterfall and then change into ball gowns Mm. in the waterfall and then shoot the music video. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And we stood in a creek that was coming off the mountain. So it was just ice cold water. We're in there barefoot. Trying to, so in the video, for those people that haven't seen it, you can look up Blind Spot by Twin Kennedy and you will see us hopefully not looking cold, yeah, pretending we very well, we but can yeah. rate our acting skills. <laughs> but it was beautiful, and there's, yeah, there's this epic waterfall, and the sun is shining down, and we, we got to have the most beautiful sunset on this beach, which is just out of a picturesque you know postcard postcard for sure of places it is a destination that many hikers and people visit to to see the west coast so you know this this beach is one of our favorite spots near home and we wanted to feature it and we also we shot we started the day i think we woke up at like 4 a.m or something mm. yeah went down we that if you're speaking about some inspiration or tips yes i would say be willing to yes. wake up <laughs> at any time of day because as a Wallace would say it's all about the light and so we got up before the sun came up so that we could get to the road that you mm-hmm. see in the video and we could be there as the sun was coming up yeah and then we wanted to get the sun going down on the beach so luckily we got both times a day but it means that you just don't get a lot of sleep <laughs> but we were having a blast so it just didn't matter but I think I saw back when y'all had made the video, I think because obviously listeners, I follow Twin Kennedy on Instagram, I follow them on all their socials, but I think I remember seeing on Instagram that you had posted sort of a behind the scenes type photo. Tell the audience what I'm referring to in terms of that winding road and how you were able to shoot the video there and make sure that there were no cars coming. Oh, yes. I think I know the photo you're talking about because we have one key element to every Twin Kennedy music video, and that is that we need to have our main guy, which Uh is our dad, (laughs) and he always comes on set and he helps us out. Well, this time, sometimes he's acted in the music videos. He's been in the music videos. He's Uh held props. 
Oh, yeah, we, all kinds of yeah, things. But, but in this case, we we were getting asked by people, well, how did you keep the road clear? Now, number one, it's out in the middle of nowhere. So we're from out in the country. So, you know, there on a Sunday, it was Sunday morning at about yeah, 7 a.m. So limited, uh, limited traffic. traffic. Okay. However, they put Dad in a busy vest, and he was right around the corner waving the cars down, and he's he's just the best. I'm sure he made friends with everyone, <laughs> saying, you know, my daughter's filming a music video. If you yeah. could just take it really slow, wait a second. Yeah. So we managed to get enough tape. <laughs> And then, you know, called wow. it a day. And he was a really good traffic wow. uh, good traffic coordinator. Don't don't call it the city or anything. We don't know if this was really legal uh, for yeah, say. <laughs> but he pulled it off. Well, but hats off to the two of you, though, because one of you mentioned your acting skills. And indeed, when I watched the video, the two of you looked so peaceful and so calm in what we're now finding out was freezing cold water that you were standing in and, you know, bitter temperatures outside. So... You did a good job of pulling it off because those that are listening, when you go watch the video, you'll see yourselves that had you not heard this interview, you'd never know that that's the conditions weather-wise that they were in that day. (laughs) Oh, well, thank Thank you. you. That's very kind. And we're lucky. We have an amazing team. Our videographer, as Julie said, Dave Wallace, we've done a lot of videos together. We had our photographer. She's from the West Coast as well, Suzanne Sagmeister. And so all of us were coordinating. And when the light would get right, They'd be like, okay, let's back go. in the water, girl. And we had a waterproof speaker that was uh, attached to the back of my guitar. Oh. And that was how we had the music going. We'd hiked way into this waterfall. So we had this, this waterproof speaker that was sort of in the waterfall with us. And wow. and we would just go every time we, every, every time, time the sun would hit just right. Wow. <laughs> that means a lot that you enjoyed it. Wow. Yeah, thanks. Thank yeah, for sure. Well, talk about the decision to release a second video for that same song, Blind Spot. There's a version, I'm talking to the audience, where the two of them are actually performing the song with just the guitar and the violin in a big, <laughs> I'm saying warehouse studio. It's actually called Warehouse Studio, I think. But again, really yeah. nice visuals. But take us through the strategy behind putting out that second video for Blind Spot. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that was something that was really important to us with this upcoming project because as artists something that we find that happens a lot with our audience and our fans is that there's sometimes be a disconnect between the music that you hear on the radio and then what you'll see at a show because for us we tour so much as an acoustic duo and we play a lot of our shows that way and it's we love we love to do it we have a lot of different instruments and you know you've you've heard us and you've, you've seen us there there's a real variety from upbeat rock and you know fiddle tunes to the heartfelt acoustic songs. But when you hear the fully produced track, it's a whole nother thing. You've got the whole band, you've got all the parts. And so I think it's really fun to be able to bridge those two worlds by also having video content that shows them, you know, the original version of the song before mm. it became the full radio version. And we really wanted to have some more videos that showed what it would sound like broken down and acoustic and just live off the floor. And so that's what we did with that video. We, uh, our videographer was standing and just walking around us in circles. Wow. And we just had to create the moment of, you know, the deep emotion that we felt with that song and really strip it down to just the bare bones, the guitar, the fiddle, and our vocals together. We stood back to back in the room. Which and we was just, definitely a first. It was crazy, <laughs> but we just, you know, soaked up the sunshine that was coming. It was such a beautiful space and amazing acoustics and everything. And we just enjoyed it. And we just stood back to back and we just 
sang it through a, a few times live off the floor and got the video. And it's something that we're really proud of. So when you say we sang it through a few times, was it let's just sing the whole song start to finish until we are both happy with how we did? Or is it no, we actually did some editing and took parts of the first version and parts of the second take and parts of the third take? How did you do that? Oh, no, we definitely wanted it to be a full live take. Okay. So we, all the videos that were done in the warehouse, we actually shot five videos yeah. in two days. Wow. And they were all live. Wow. So with all of them, you would take, you would do a few takes of each. Yeah, and you, so you feel good. One. And for that particular, that particular song, the Blind Spot live video, it was our videographer who chose it because mm-hmm. he took that one take. And the sun was just coming down just right, coming in the windows, looking uh, beautiful. And he finished the song and he said, well, I hope you guys like that take because that was the best. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's So yeah, that's yeah. how we chose. There's only so many, so many factors to take and play when you're trying to get something live versus like editing it together. So, you know, you're thinking about all of that and it just, yeah, usually when we finish, we have our twin tuition, as we call it, when we just look at each other and we're like, yeah, that's the one. That felt good. Well, and shame on me, because here I'm so focused on the performance that I'm not considering that this is a video, and so something like the lighting is going to be a factor. And so you could both be really thrilled with a take that you did and then be told, well, I really wish you'd do it again, because in a few minutes the sun's going to go down or whatever. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> Right. There's so many things to take into account. Yeah. And what, you know, you got to have, what if your hair wasn't just right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, so this is, factors. this is really interesting. I was putting this show together. I'm talking to the audience right now and it dawned on me that not only are these sisters who are on for the second time, but this now represents three different now hear this entertainment guests where they are sisters who have been on twice so it's a really interesting pattern i'm going to put links to those other episodes on the show page for 327 twin kennedy on nhte.net but i'm talking about diamond dixie who are sisters gabriella and bianca they are out of orlando and rhythm rampage who are sisters britta and brooke dodgen and they've moved all over the place. They have just relocated back to the Florida Panhandle, but they lived in Arizona, they lived in Los Angeles, they lived in Nashville, they've been all over. But it's just fascinating to me that sister duos who have both been on the show two times each, so Twin Kennedy is is completing that with this episode here. The new EP, Homebound, was supposed to be out May 22nd, but the pandemic has pushed back the release until September, unfortunately, Nonetheless, there is actually some news that's relevant right now, but just tell the audience all about the Homebound EP, including the number of songs, where it was recorded, who you worked with on it, all those details, as well as, like I said, the availability. Oh, yes. Well, thank you so much for mentioning it. And, man, you have a good memory of all these details. I just, I love it. And uh, it's always such a treat. But, yeah, as you said, we had originally planned a May release for the album. But our dream with the Homebound EP and the whole creation of the songs and the concept of Homebound was that our tour would take us all the way from the United States home to Canada and we would release the album on the day of our hometown show in our small hometown of Powell River, mm. British Columbia. So now we've pushed that back to accommodate and all the most of the tour dates have been moved to the fall just due to COVID. So we're 
doing as many things as we can to still keep, you know, things going here while we are actually literally homebound, which we never <laughs> knew would happen. But the album itself, we've, as you know, we've already put out a couple of the tracks and we're really excited about those. So our first single blind spot that we talked about, our second single, Call It Love, and we're going to be having the title track come out as well prior to the release. So we'll have lots of new stuff leading up to the album release, and it is six songs. Yeah. That we co-wrote all of the songs. We've got um, all of them have tie into the theme of Homebound. They're about missing home or, you know, loving home, traveling away, and then coming back. And all of that was something that's been such an important theme for us over the last few years because we've been splitting our time between home in Canada and home in Nashville and just building a home here and also not wanting to lose our sense of home, you know, back in Canada as well. So it's, it's something that's really near and dear to our heart. Now, I believe I read, this is fascinating, was the Homebound EP recorded at four different studios? Yeah, we actually recorded in many different studios. Many different locations. We recorded at the Warehouse Studio, as you mentioned, which is in Vancouver, British Columbia, and that's where we did most of it. But we did overdubs. We had a studio here with our uh, producer here in Nashville. Yeah, Dustin Olean. And then we worked in some of the studios in Nashville as well at Sound Emporium and at Shoebox. So we had lots of different sessions getting all the parts because, you know, there's so many instruments and so many players that, you know, contributed to the record. And it was just so awesome to bring it all together and to get that opportunity to work in so many cool spaces. I'm interested in the fact that there's six songs on it. To me, that's very generous for something that's called an EP, because when I hear an EP, I'm typically thinking three or four songs. So I, I'm complimenting you on the fact that it's as many as six. But then I also want to go the other way and say, was there any thought given to, gee, we have as many as six, we might as well do a few more and do a full album? Oh, oh, yes. And you know, trust me, that is in the, in the box <laughs> for the future. Yeah, we are definitely hopeful we'll be able to do the full thing. We're really lucky to get some amazing support from our home government to record those six songs. And so that enabled us to to do as much as we, we had dreamed with, with those pieces of music and Oh, we're always writing more songs. We've already got a couple more albums worth now that we are we're counting down until we get to record those ones. Wow. Yeah, but we're really excited about these tunes. We've been we're, we've been writing for the last many years, um, preparing, and we've got as we said, we co-wrote all the songs. We've also got a duet on the album that's going to be something extra special. It's a song that we wrote with our dear friend. She's one of our closest girlfriends here in Nashville and she's a fellow Canadian from the other side of the country she's from Newfoundland and her name is Mallory Johnson and we wrote a song together uh, a woman power song that we're really pumped about too so there's a lot of special moments and it's just going to be it's going to be really I think a milestone for us to release this project and be able to share it through both like both sides of home for us so we're going to be touring it in the states and then taking it home to British Columbia and doing a big tour there and the tour dates are all, you know, they're all getting rebooked right now due to the pandemic, but it's all coming together and we'll be able to share it, you know, as soon as it's safe. <laughs> well, tell the audience the good news about the availability of the Homebound EP. Oh, well, we would love to. We actually decided to do something special with the release because we're all at home, homebound. all Homebound, <laughs> literally. We wanted to let our 
our fans have a way to get the music early. And so we actually are selling hard copies that are signed and they come with a special package of, of homebound goodies. We love merchandise. We so do. We had a lot of fun figuring out what we were going to release <laughs> with the album so that we had some really cool, unique stuff that we thought our fans would really enjoy. So we've got like a, a tote bag. We've got a luggage tag. Uh-huh. Since we're in the theme of, of traveling yeah. and a few other fun things. And so we're given the chance to our fans to buy it right away and we're sending out we've been sending out packages here every, every day yeah. we're so grateful for the support and it's just been really exciting to offer that as an early way for for fans to get the music before anyone else wonderful wonderful so the physical cd the ep can be purchased right now through twinkennedy.com through the store that's right and digitally it won't it won't be available digitally until september that's right, yeah. Well, it sounds logical to me that if you're a Twin Kennedy fan, and if you're listening to this, you probably are, then you need to be ordering the physical unit now instead of waiting four months to hear these songs. I want the listeners who are just fans and are not in the music business to understand how much this pandemic has affected artists like Twin Kennedy. You've started to touch on this a little bit, ladies, but you had a whole tour booked to support the new EP, and you would have played shows in Minnesota, Michigan, Wisconsin, here in Florida, plus up in Virginia, West Virginia, Tennessee, and then, as you mentioned, home in Western Canada. So can all those shows be rescheduled, or will y'all have to literally start from scratch to get dates, cities, and venues booked? Just walk us through that, because like I said, I want the fans to understand how much this pandemic has really impacted artists like yourselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been such a crazy, challenging time for everyone, I think, in in so many different industries, but certainly in the entertainment industry. And for us, unfortunately, the timing of it was was really unfortunate because it was the big the biggest tour that we had booked and and worked on for a long time. Mm. So it was really disappointing. But we we were lucky enough to get to start out the tour in February. We did go to Wisconsin. We did go to Michigan and Minnesota and start out the tour. And then within like a week or two, that was when it all kind of hit hit. And we had to make the call, of course, like everybody else to to cancel or postpone. We fingers crossed that we'll be able to do as many of the dates that we had booked as possible. But I think at this point, it's really hard to know. And that's where we're all kind of living in this stage of uncertainty. Yeah, unknown and just trying to, you know, stay positive and and stay really grateful for the opportunities that we have, like being able to connect today over the phone and and just rethink things in a more online sense for as long as we can until we know what we can do. And yeah, we're going to be putting out new music and sharing as much online and live streaming, things like that we have been doing to to keep connecting to people and to keep the music going. I think it makes us more grateful than ever for the shows that we did get to play. Yeah. Mm. And when we get back, and I hope it's sooner than later, and we get to be on stage again and, and see fans in person, we are never going to take that for granted oh no because yeah it was a it was a huge blow for sure and it's been really it's been really inspiring to see how everyone has been working to adapt yeah and to to stay keep things going and flowing and music coming out you know during this time but for us yeah it definitely made sense to of course 
postpone the tour. Sure. And sure. we're gonna work. We're working so hard right now to reschedule and to revamp mm-hmm, and sort of plan ahead and see what we can make happen. Great. Once we know where things are at, so Great. we'll we'll certainly keep you posted on that. And we're sure. we're really thankful to everyone who's showing their support and. Buying the album. Yeah. No yeah, doubt. Keeping no it <laughs> I'm joined today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville by identical twin sisters Carly and Julie Kennedy. Together they are the country duo Twin Kennedy. Visit their official website at twinkennedy.com. And then from there you can access all their social media, meaning links for Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and more. Twin Kennedy is, of course, on Spotify, so you can follow them on there. But the better way to support Carly and Julie is to purchase downloads of their music from the likes of Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play. There are links to all those on TwinKennedy.com. And as you just heard, the new Homebound EP can be ordered now in a physical unit through the store on TwinKennedy.com. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait until September to get the digital version. Keep up with the girls online as well so that you can see where and when you can go see them perform when we're all allowed to go out in public again. I mentioned earlier about the Patreon for this show. Check out the bonus audio ad-free by going to the show website, nhte.net, and hit the orange-colored Support Us on Patreon button. It is only $5 a month. And don't forget that another way that you can support this show is through your regular everyday purchases on Amazon. It's no extra cost to you, so you're able to support NHTE without taking extra money out of your pocket. Just go to the show website, nhte.net, scroll down to the tall Amazon banner, and then once you click that, it will open their shopping app if you're on your phone, or it will open their website if you're on your computer. Either way, at the end of the transaction, they will kick back a small percentage of the sale to me, which helps with the expenses I have for putting out a new episode of this show every week. And no, I don't even see what you bought. So thank you for your support of the show through the exclusive ad-free bonus audio on Patreon or by starting your online shopping through my Amazon banner. Ladies, later on I'm going to have you talk about the song of yours entitled Call It Love. We spent a lot of time talking about the two videos for Blind Spot, but if it's okay, I'd love to have you talk a bit about the official Call It Love video. It looks like the two of you must have had so much fun making that. Oh, oh we did. Had a great time. <laughs> now, Call It Love immediately made us think of, like, Valentine's Day and Heart, Heart and Star and the Rainbows and Balloons. Oh, yeah. So we were like, let's just explode with all of it in the video. And that's what we did. So it was a whole lot of fun. Yeah, we filmed um, a couple of different scenes, but you'll see in it we had Confetti. We had confetti cannons. Yeah, yep. which we had Balloon. to time perfectly to the song, you know. And Julie did that. You did a great job. Thank <laughs> you. Know. We had a good time. Yeah, we pulled out all of our pink and purple and red outfits and had a lot of fun getting into the love theme. Yeah, I was going to say between the different outfits that you were wearing, between what looked like uh, listeners, if you think of when you go to a wedding and there's a photo booth and there's all kinds of different props that you can use, it's a really, really fun video. Thank you. Well, you know, we happened to shoot at the studio with our videographer where his friend is a wedding photographer. So uh, it is so funny that you picked up on that because he had all of these box of props. props. So we just went <laughs> nuts, having fun and, yeah, basically creating our own twin photo booth for Call It Love. And it was so <laughs> fun. Well, again, you did a second video for Call It Love, like we talked about that you did for Blindspot, meaning the two of you performed the song in the warehouse studio but 
I have two questions here. One is, what was the time of deciding, yes, let's do two like that? Meaning, was it, let's see how the first one goes, and if it's a success, we'll do another one? Or was it, nope, we shot them both in the same day and just changed outfits? And then my second question is, is this going to be a thing for Twin Kennedy now, meaning making two videos for songs going forward? Those are great questions because I think everyone wants to know how the creation of the song went. And we were talking about having the stripped down version versus the fully produced version. So definitely for us, that's something we planned ahead to have for each of the singles because we wanted to have the variety for our listeners. And yeah, we had a lot of different outfits planned, different locations in that studio, which is just a beautiful space. Yeah, so we we basically planned five different outfits. So mm-hmm. that kind of gives away that there might be a few there more of those videos. <laughs> wow. Wow. So let's just stick with those two alone then with the two that we've talked about so far. Does that mean that they were both done in the same day or was it, well, it's the same concept, but no, we didn't do it all in one day. I'm trying to remember which ones we did, which, yeah, we actually did, we did five videos in two days. Wow. So Call It Love was the very first one that we We wanted to start with something fun and upbeat. So that's it. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm changing the subject here. This is a strange time to be asking this, but why not? (laughs) I mentioned back in the intro that Twin Kennedy won the 2019 Independent Music Award for Best Holiday Song. And I wonder, how difficult is it, or maybe isn't it, to have success with a holiday song? What did you find worked for you to help you do so well with that? Oh, well, thank you. Well, for us, holiday music, we might as well have all year round because... So it's never the wrong time. No. (laughs) Christmas with (laughs) Christmas. We love Christmas music, which is why we did a Christmas album and we wrote a bunch of our own holiday tunes. I think... For us, making a Chris, the Christmas record was all about creating the new songs that weren't, you know, original classics that people knew. It was about writing something that sort of still felt classic to us mm. and sort of still, it felt like something that might have been around for forever. It it might be something people are like, oh, if I heard this, no, we wanted it to have that vibe because mm. it felt classic and it felt traditional. Recognizable. Yeah, and that's what we especially did with that song, I'm a Child Again, and that's the one that, that won us the award, which is just such an incredible honor and um, really validating for that project we worked really hard on and wrote so many Christmas tunes trying to find the right sound and create our own holiday soundtrack. So, yeah, it was a really special, really special honor for sure. Interesting, interesting. Well, there's something that I want to go back to that you've kind of talked around a little bit here. Of course, a large part of me doing this show every week is to help listeners who are up-and-coming performers, they're aspiring entertainers who listen every week to learn from me and my guests, and shame on me. We're up to episode 327, and I don't know that I've ever actually talked with a guest about something as specific as branding, meaning right down to the detail of. I imagine there had to come a point in time where the two of you discussed, okay, what is the Twin Kennedy image going to be? Are we going to do our hair and makeup and wear dresses, or are we doing like the jeans, t-shirt, or tank top, cowboy boots, wearing hats? Look, did that discussion take place? And I guess even to this day, you know, maybe even more so because you're identical twins, do you talk about what are we wearing for the show? Or is it maybe just, no, only when it's a video shoot? 
Oh, oh yeah. We talked about it a ton, and we actually love that whole side of things. We love styling. We love branding, and it really Mar- matters to us. Yeah, the marketing side of things is a whole nother sort of creative zone for us as Twin Kennedy, mm-hmm. and we're really involved in picking the, the looks, the outfits, uh, the sets for where we're going to be for videos, all of that kind of thing, especially for homebound. We had a whole vision from the start that started with the photo shoot, actually, that you'll see the photos that you'll share with this, um, just for how we wanted things to look and the vibe of everything. And it all comes back for us as Twin Kennedy, whether we're making a Christmas album, whether we're making our homebound record, it, it really comes down to our mission statement as artists and not about sharing positivity, spreading joy and mm. love through music and creating a connection through those songs and through our shows with our fans. And so for us, everything comes back to that. And whether it's a happy song or a sad song, it, do- it doesn't matter because it can still be about creating that connection and creating that feeling between all of us, you know, and share in our shared feelings and our, and our shared thoughts. So that's what our music is about for us and about, and our branding reflects that too. We hope that's our goal. So was there a discussion? I imagine if so, it was probably very early on in the formation of Twin Kennedy, but was there a discussion when the two of you decided what it, what is our brand? What is our image? What is our look going to be? Totally. And I think it evolved as time goes on. Mm -hmm. But for us, like as twins, I know we met in person the last episode we were on. Yeah. We obviously look really similar. Yeah. Yeah. We're born identical (laughs) twins. And so it's a conscious decision. Are we going to try to look like identical twins? Are we going to try to look different? I mean, these are things we talk about all the time, but we are really similar and we're best friends. And we, without trying to, usually look really identical and so that is our look we don't wear the exact same clothes on stage but we like being unified and we like looking like a team up there and so we definitely make the effort to do that and I think for us it's always important to find whether it's the looks, whether it's the song you're singing or the photos or videos or all the aspects that go into the branding for an artist it's about staying true to what feels right to you and of course like julie said that evolves over time so we've really worked hard to stay true to our authentic selves and that comes right down to what you're wearing to how you style your hair you want to feel good you want to represent you know yourself in the truest way possible yeah and i'm thinking of bands that have four or five members in the band and at some point are you bands who are listening are you talking to each other and saying you know, we should decide what our look is, but but then you ha- as you're hearing the girls say, you have to be consistent with that. So if every time out you're on stage, you're saying our look is that we're wearing jeans and a white T-shirt, that's fine as long as you're consistent with it. But then don't put out an album where you say, well, for the album cover, we're all wearing tuxedos. Well, wait a minute, why? You know, now you're sending mixed messages. So I'm just trying to underscore the the importance of, of the consistency and, and the image and the branding. And ladies, you're, you're doing a great job of describing it. And, and you do do a great job with being consistent because everything that you look at, listeners of Twin Kennedys, their videos, the photography on their Instagram and their website, everything looks first class, but it also looks like exactly what they're describing it to be. Oh, thank you. That really means a lot. Yeah, thank you. And I think you can have many different sides of your artistry. Like, same, we talked about sometimes the music's stripped down and acoustic. Sometimes you've got the full band. So 
sometimes we're wearing ball gowns in a cave on the West Coast, <laughs> and sometimes we're walking down the country road in jeans, but it all still comes together. And if you were to come to our house right now, you'd see that our style is very obvious, like the way that we decorate our dresses. <laughs> all that is really a whole Look. really a whole look for us and a whole vibe of what we like and and we just love sharing that we lo- yeah hopefully others like it too and that and that it really suits what what they're into as well you know and watch this, listeners. I can even take what we're talking about right now and spin that into talking about the Access Vegas newsletter because if you want tips on where you need to get dressed up in Las Vegas, if there's a dress code, if there's rules and restrictions on different clubs that you're looking at going, Access Vegas is the newsletter that you want to read for all things Las Vegas. Soon the country will be back open for business, and when you go to Las Vegas for business, for pleasure, for celebration, whatever it is, you want to be prepared so that you go and maximize your time, maximize your money, and these are insider tips from people right there in Las Vegas who have been publishing this for many years now and are giving out exclusive insider information so that you can get the most out of your visit to Las Vegas. Even if you're just thinking about going there, you need to always be reading this newsletter because that city is always changing, and so you can stay up on the latest developments there by subscribing to Access Vegas. Go to my website, nhte.net, click on the Access Vegas logo, and then during sign-up, put in the code BRUCE, and you'll save $5 at sign-up. And by the way, it also gives you access to their archives, so you can dive into past issues of Access Vegas. It gives you access to special reports, and there's so much to read that, trust me, regardless of how long this pandemic goes on for, you'll have plenty of reading material because they publish so much insight, including now when the city is shut down. There's still activity coming out of the Access Vegas newsletter. So go to nhte.net, click on the Access Vegas logo, and put in the code BRUCE at sign up to get $5 off. Ladies, you've mentioned a couple times about songwriting. You've used the word co-writing, and I'm getting confused as to whether you're talking about writing with just each other or the two of you writing with someone else. I know you did mention another writer on the song Blind Spot, but I wonder when you're in Nashville specifically, does it put more pressure on the two of you to bring in other songwriters, or is it, no, we'll we'll still just happily write with each other? Oh, it's a great question. I mean, I guess you're you're totally right. We're always co-writing the two of us. And so all of our songs we write at a minimum with just the two of us. And there's mm-hmm. one song on Homebound that we wrote just the two of us. But to be honest, it's not about pressure. We just absolutely love bringing other people into the room. Yeah, we're lucky. We've really found our community of fellow writers here in Nashville that some of them are from Canada and came moved down here around the same time and there's a lot of American writers here we've been so blessed to build a community of great writers that really elevate us and so you want to work with people who bring the best out in you and we've found so many of those people so why I mean why change it if it what do they say why fix it if it isn't broken, broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, uh, we've been really excited about these new songs that we've written with you know some of these people have been writing with for a long time and have built quite a good catalog of songs together. So it's really fun to be able to share our favorite. So then draw this picture for me then. When you're back home in Canada, do you still co-write with people who are in Nashville, maybe like over Skype or something? Or is it, no, when we're in Canada, we just write with each other? Oh, well, I mean, now with the pandemic, we've been learning about the writing over Skype and, you know, FaceTime. (laughs) 
which has been new, but we write in, in a lot of different places. So we write a lot with other artists for their projects. Uh, um, and we also write a lot for ourselves. So we've got a lot of co-writers in Canada, too, all okay. across the country. Okay. We love when we get a chance to actually be in the room. That's yeah. I know that's a funny time to be talking about right now. Because <laughs> writing from six feet apart isn't quite as fun. <laughs> but we love that you know, the energy of when you're actually in the room together and you can bounce ideas off each other. I mean, that's, that's the magic of songwriting and to us, the, the real true fun in the whole process. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to close today with another one of your original songs, one that we talked about the videos for, Call It Love. Before the three of us record the bonus audio for Patreon, tell the listeners about this song, Call It Love. Oh, yeah. Well, Call It Love, we wrote about literally about falling in love and being in that moment where you're kind of like you both know that you feel it and you want to say it and I think that we were at that point Julie it was Julie and her boyfriend were right at that point we were oh she's telling I know I'm giving the real true story is and that we were sitting and talking in the room about it like are you gonna say those are you gonna say those three words are you gonna kick it out (laughs) yeah and that's what the song's about. It's like, what do you say we just let go and stop saving it up for tomorrow? Uh, yeah. What do you say we give in to us and just call it love? Uh, but this was co-written with someone else, meaning not just the two of you? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. We did. We wrote this with Steve Rivers, who's actually a fellow Canadian artist as well from Ontario. He lives in Nashville, too. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. Well, ladies, it's been great having you back on the show. Thank you so much for your time, and congratulations on the new Homebound EP. All the best with that and with the subsequent tour once we're, as a world, back open for business. Thank you. Thank you so much. We can't wait to see you when the tour gets back on the road, and we just so appreciate all of your support over the years. So thank you for having us, and thanks so much for everything you're doing for artists. This is so cool. Absolutely. My pleasure. My pleasure. Listeners, that will do it for another episode of Now Hear This Entertainment. My sincere thanks to identical twin sisters Carly and Julie Kennedy, the country duo that is Twin Kennedy. Do visit their official website at twinkennedy.com and then engage with them on social media. So that means like their Facebook page, follow them on Twitter and Instagram. And of course, after all the talking we did about four of their videos, subscribe to their YouTube channel and then watch and like the videos on there. For that matter, tell them that you heard them and their music on Now Hear This Entertainment. Go back and listen to our first interview also, which was NHTE episode 142. Remember that Twin Kennedy is on Spotify, so you can follow them on there. But support them, please, by purchasing downloads of their music from digital retailers such as Apple Music, Amazon, and Google Play all of which you will find links for on TwinKennedy.com. Remember that their new EP called Homebound is now available in physical units through the Twin Kennedy store. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait until September to get the music digitally. Keep up with Carly and Julie online also so you can see where and when you can go see them perform live once this pandemic is over. Don't forget that the three of us will have some extra conversation over in the bonus content that's only available exclusively through Patreon. There's already similar audio up there from the last four plus months worth of guests. It's only five bucks a month and it's ad free and that's the only place you can get it. Go to the show website nhte.net, hit the orange colored support us on Patreon button and that will take you to where you can gain access to the exclusive content. 
Remember also about scrolling down on nhte.net to the tall Amazon banner to start all of your shopping through them that way so that they can kick a, a small percentage of the sale back to help me with all the expenses I have for doing this show every week for what is more than six years now. There is no extra cost to you for doing that. For now, that will do it for episode 327. Thanks ever so much for listening. We'll send you out today with another song from Twin Kennedy. This is the one they just talked about called Call It Love. What do you say we just let go? Stop saving it up for tomorrow. We both know it's been long enough. What do you say we give in to us? What do you say we just call it love? Tomorrow